good, fam. Let's get to it. Today I came home from work. I stopped in the living room and seen my family, and I asked my daughter, I was like, what's up, so how was your day, kiddo? And he was like, ah. And I kind of seen her look at her mother. And then shortly after that, I look up, and she disappears, and she goes to her bedroom. And my wife looks at me, and she says, you know, something's going on with Kendall. I don't know, but something's happening. I was like, all right. And I was like, well, cool. I'll just wait till everybody's out the house, and then I'll talk to her myself and see what's going on with her, man, you know. So I go to her, and I asked her, and the gist of it is I ain't getting ready to put all of her business out there. But, you know, it was typical teenage stuff, pre-tweener, you know, she's 12. Typical teenage stuff. Learning how to live life, figuring out who you are, learning who you are, learning your lane, learning how you adjust to other people who are growing, dealing with hormones and everything else that comes with just growing up. But, you know, when it was time for me to take her to volleyball, I did a little bit more digging and a little bit more probing. And sure enough, just typical stuff, man. And I shared with her a story. I said, you know, Kendall, let me tell you a little story about when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I was a scary little kid, man. You know, I didn't like fighting. I didn't like conflict. I was always getting punked. You know, this is young Corey, you know. Eight, nine, ten-year-old Corey. Every t- I had two cousins on both sides of my family, one on each side of the family, on my mother's side of the family, on my father's side of the family. And it's crazy because both of them was the exact same people, but on both sides of the family, on different sides of the family. And every time I would go to the family, as soon as the adults go off to their own and then all the kids got together, the first thing these older cousins would do was make me fight. I mean, as soon as I showed up, I couldn't get the chance to say what's up. I didn't get to play. I didn't get to do. I had as soon as I got there, fight. I either had to fight another older cousin or I had to fight another little kid who was from the neighborhood that they were. (laughs) Let me keep it real with you. I was in the hood, but not of it. (laughs) I was a sheltered, protected kid that was just so happened to live in the hood. I wasn't really about that hood life at that age. And as soon as I went over to my family's house, I'm around kids who they about that life. I'm talking they fought. So the first 10, 15 times of me getting there, I was just trying to get to the place where I could throw a punch. And I'm talking every single time I went over there, I had to fight. Eventually, I started getting to the place where I get a couple of good licks off. And then before you know what, I would graduate to, all right, I, I think I got this person sized up how I can beat them. And then eventually I got to the place to where I walk in the door like, what's up? What's going on? Who we fighting? And it was crazy because as soon as I got to the place of what's up, who we fighting? My cousins would be like, oh, yeah, we good. Now nah, we about to go play. And I'm like, what? And I'm kind of and so I asked him, I'm like, you know, well, what's up? man? why is and both of them, like I said, these was two two people that was cut from the same cloth. They both, in so many words, said the same thing. Oh, no, you ready, to, you ready to go now. You can protect yourself. See, the old scary Corey, he couldn't defend himself. He couldn't protect himself. So if we went out somewhere, you was going to either get bullied or you might get beat up. Well, what happens if we get into a fight? Now, we so worried about you getting beat up that we taking losses and everything trying to protect you. 
But now you at a place to where you can defend yourself. You can protect yourself. You ready to go. So fast forward, I get into middle school and I'll never forget anybody who hears me tell the story about Southeast Junior. <laughs> Woo! That first seventh grade year at Southeast Junior was a traumatic experience for me. I'm telling you, the first day of school, it was nothing short of about 30 fights. And I'm not exaggerating. And I'm probably exaggerating to the low. I'm talking when I first got off the bus, the middle school was fighting the high school and winning. <laughs> girls was fighting girls. They Between every period, people were getting snatched out of classrooms. It literally looked like the, the opening scene to lean on me. I mean, this mug was horrible. And after the first couple of weeks, man, I'm shell-shocked. Like, man, this is crazy. But one of my older cousins, the, one of the ones that I actually had to learn how to fight, he went to the same school. And I just catch up with him one time, and I'm like, we all sitting around rapping. And I'm like, man, cuz, this school is crazy, man, all these fighting. And he just kind of shrugged it off like, man, can't none of these dudes fight. And I'm like, What? He's like, man, Corey, just pay attention to him. Man, how these cats can't fight? Man, can't nobody really throw no hands. They just used to swing in arms and stuff, man. Half of these dudes can't fight. It's a couple of them that they can really fight. But, man, not for real, man. You tougher than half these cats in this school. And as soon as he said that and hearing this come from him, who was somebody that I had to grow up fighting, and he's telling me I'm tougher than I walked around like, all right, cool. The reason why I tell you this story is because we have to teach our children how to fight. I'm not necessarily saying that they have to f know how to physical altercation, but you have to teach your children how to stand up in this life and hold their heads up in the midst of adversity. You can't, as a parent, protect your children from everything they're getting ready to experience. They have to be able to go through this life and figure out how to adjust and how to adapt. They have to learn how to overcome bullying and overcoming social media, bullying on social media. And you have to have to learn how to overcome uh, uh, people picking on them about their weight. They have to overcome insecurities. They have to learn how to overcome. And if you spend so much time coddling and sheltering them, then you never give them the tools necessary to be able to overcome. You have to give your children a spirit that learns how to fight and persevere through those hard times. As much as I'm sitting here, this is my baby girl, as much as I'm sitting here watching my daughter with tears in her eyes, as a parent, I know I can ill afford to look at her and try to make her, oh, baby, it's going to be okay. Oh, it's all right. Now, don't get it twisted. There's a little bit of a hug, and I'm like, baby, so kiddo, it's going to be okay. But for the most part, I have to tell her, hey, kid, don't worry about these people. You don't know. These kids don't know you. They don't understand who you are. They don't know nothing about you. Half of them ain't even comfortable with themselves. They got to try to make other people and put other people down to try to feel better about themselves. You got to learn to get over that. I, Kendall, you got to be able to hold your head up. And listen to me. Don't you ever be at school crying over something some little girls or any of these little people done said to you or made you feel like. If you got to come home and put your head in your pillow and cry in, you do that. But while you there, you look them dead in their eyes and be like, man, your opinion of me don't matter. You have to teach your children how to fight through all these adversities of everything they have to learn to get through when they're young. Because if they don't learn to fight when they puppies, they won't be able to fight when they dogs.
And when they get around real dogs who really have the ability to hurt you and to do things to you, they will be ill-equipped to be able to survive. You have to teach your children how to fight. You have to teach your children how to push through. I know we live in this new age world where everybody wants a participation trophy and we have to be so sensitive to everybody's feelings. And listen, when all when all situations are idea, then cool. Learn to be loving and compassionate and all of that. But listen, war is always right around the corner. And you if you want peace, you got to prepare for war. If you want your children to live a peaceful life, you have to prepare them for those wartime situations when they're going to have to uh, uh, deal with with the young girls who picking on them deal with the little boys who wants to try to break their heart or try to turn them out and do things to them to get your children to overcome uh, peer pressure to get your children to overcome societal norms that are detrimental to their life get your children to fight through all of these things that are trying to overtake their life and overtake their mind you got to teach your children how to fight As much as I want my child to just be able to live peacefully, to live peaceably in this world with friends and just be able to go through life, enjoying it and making the most of life. The reality is, is that ain't reality. <laughs> that is not how this real world goes in the real world. They're going to have to endure. They're going to have to persevere. They're going to have to overcome some obstacles. They're going to have to overcome some bullies. They're going to have to overcome some girls who hating. They're going to have to overcome some boys. They're going to have to overcome. And if you don't instill in them a fighting spirit, they will lose every time. And worse, they will succumb to the pressure. And we know what happens in those moments. Far too many young kids never have an opportunity and never have developed that fighting spirit. And far too many of them complete suicide, feeling like there's nothing left to do but to take their own life. And that's a shame. And I don't want my children to have to be, I want no children, but mine personally, I don't want my children to have to go through that. So I spend as much time as I possibly can teaching my children how to fight. Whether that be willing to have to physically throw hands if somebody is physically harming you, hey, I tell them, Daddy ain't gonna, you ain't never gonna get get in trouble coming home. And you told me somebody put their hands on me on you and you beat the crap out of them. Oh, Daddy ain't gonna never be upset with you. As a matter of fact, I'd be more upset if you tell me somebody put their hands on you and you just sat there and cried, or you just let them, or you just got scared because if you let one bully bully you, then you got to fight too. And then before you know it, everybody feels like they want to be. And even the people who get bullied want to try to bully you because they want to just feel normal. So, no, never give in to that temptation. If you feel like you have to defend yourself, defend yourself. You got to learn to fight through that so that you can be who you want to be and be who you were meant to become. Whew. Yeah, sometimes that's the toughest thing in the world as a parent. But you can't shelter your children. You have to equip them with everything they need to be successful in this life. Teach your children how to fight. All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed. Now you're allowed to